Welcome to Presence Church's Sermon of the Week. We are so excited to share this powerful word with you. Can I um, focus? <laughs> now, I'm going to focus today. Pray for me. All right. Before we pray, though, um, I just, you know, one of my favorite preachers, Bill Johnson, he shares jokes before. And I just thought it's Father's Day. Can I share some dad jokes? <laughs> You're like, yes. All right. Well, I asked a couple people, should I share 20 or 40? And, and I, I didn't get any answers, so I'll split the difference. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll just read a few of them if that's all right. <laughs> the joy of the Lord's my strength, all right? Just remember that. Um, I'm afraid for the calendar. Its days are numbered. All right. <laughs> My wife said, it. No, no, no drum beats required. They're all going to be corny, all right? Just strap in, all right? My wife said I should do lunges to stay in shape. Well, that would be a really big step forward. <laughs> Why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one, you know? <laughs> Singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it's a soap opera. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this one. All right, I'll do it anyway. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? They're both parasites. <laughs> oh, all right, just a couple more. <laughs> Come on, you know you love this. All right, what do you call a fish wearing a bow tie? Sophisticated. <laughs> All right, we're going. Listen, it's got to be me. Um, if April showers. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Um, <laughs> that wasn't very good. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? You follow the fresh prince. <laughs> I can be done. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to laugh into the mic. I don't know. Happy Father's Day. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, woo. Uh, it's good ministry. It's good medicine. Come on now. <laughs> as you're crying, you're going through a really deep moment, and then we did dad jokes. That's all right. It's the Lord. Um, before I jump in, real quick announcement. Um, uh, I don't know how to announce this kind of stuff, but next, um, in starting in July, um, I've just really felt um, over the past couple months just the, the need to take a, uh, as, as a pastor and lead in the church, uh, I've been, uh, just really felt called to take a little break um, and, and really go after some I don't want to say just rest because I, I don't feel worn out, but I feel like the Lord is calling me deeper into, into his presence. And just, you get busy doing stuff. You guys get busy. And, um, and I just realized like, you know, this is something I've never done. Uh, five years of the church, I've never taken a break. Um, and I was like, wow, that's probably a really good idea to, uh, to see what would happen 
when you take some time. And so um, some of the priorities I'm going after is just spending time with him. I want to do a lot of worship with me and my guitar. I love worshiping, but I don't get to do it as often now as I used to. And so just going to do a lot of worship, just adoring his face, spending time with him. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm really going to go after places of refreshing and, and rest. Um, just some of the rhythms. I feel like COVID's kind of stolen. You guys ever get stolen from COVID? COVID steal anything from you? And so uh, not a big deal. It's just recognizing like, well, I just got to be really intentional. Um, and so... Um, that's when we're doing that. So one, I just want to thank you guys and the church. Uh, our staff is phenomenal. They didn't bat an eye when I, when, I at, when I mentioned it and just kind of said, hey, would this be okay? And they were just like, oh, just disconnect. We got it. Like, don't even worry about it. And trust me, I'm not worried. Um, but anyway, so that's what, um, all the July. I'm going to be doing that. If you have any problems that you have with the church, you don't know my number anymore, okay? <laughs> if you did. Um, <laughs> um, but I'm also not disconnected from people and friendships and stuff like that. But I, um, I probably won't be coming to church on Sunday morning. So um, anyway, this is the first time I've done this, so I'm still, I'm still learning. Um, I've had a core value that I don't ever plan to get burned out ministering to Jesus. And so um, I'm not tired. I'm not burned out. My cup is overflowing. But I also recognize like, like, I'm part of that overflowing process. And so I'm just trying to cultivate beautiful things. And I, I hope we're all doing the same thing. So anyway, um, amen. Thank you, guys. Um, so it's a huge honor just to be able to do that. And uh, it's a blessing that, uh, I mean, you guys get to be part of that. Um, <laughs> thanks. Quick thought, too. Um, if you guys know that Jessica, we have a couple babies in our house now. Um, it's Father's Day, but we got a new baby on Monday. We're fostering to adopt a couple kids. If you don't know that already, just letting you know our life, our story. And we have a desire to have a couple more kids. And it's a crazy story. I won't get into it. But um, if you ever want to meet them, there's a, she's a month old, four weeks old. And then um, we have a boy, Ari. He's, uh, he's in, he's in, we haven't adopted him yet, but that's our goal and desire. So is that okay to share, hon? Just checking. <laughs> It's a funny thing. Like, we literally can't post pictures of them in public. So it's like, I don't even know what I can say anymore. Um, but you can be praying for us for that. Like, adding two kids to the family is, uh, it's not easy. It's actually very difficult at times. But the joy that comes out of it, and I just know he's got it. So we feel called to it. Anyway, so that's it. Amen. Um, let me pray. Father, ha, Lord, I, <laughs> thank you for dad jokes. I'm sophisticated. <laughs> Lord, we bless today, God. I just, I just pray um, that this would be a beautiful message leading right into the hearts of your children, God. Lord, uh, I, I don't desire to be a great preacher. I desire to be a great son. And, and Father, I pray that for each person here, Lord, that they desire just to be great, great sons and daughters, God, with all expectations just on knowing how to love you and that, and that alone. So Father, today would your Holy Spirit just touch us and speak to us, God. We love you, and help me be concise. Amen. Amen. All right. Shoo, ba ba ba. Okay. Um, go ahead and, uh, gosh, where are we going today? Um, you know, I was feeling like today, this morning, um, I, I was feeling rather fatherly as I was preparing for this message. And I was just thinking, what's the word that the father wants to bring to his family this morning? And so instead of talking about fathers, um, I think I, I, last year I preached on, uh, on, 
on, on being sons of the Father and, and, and speaking of what fathering looks like. And I was thinking about lots of stuff with father, father this, father that. And you know what? More than anything, I just felt like I wanted to release a message of, of what I feel like fathers really desire for their kids. And the father himself is probably one of the highest values, one of the highest values he has for us, that we live a life of faith. And so I want to talk about faith. I want to talk about faith, trust. My man over there is wearing a, a, a hat that says believe. I, I want to talk about I want to talk about sons and daughters that walk and live in faith, okay? And I want to, we're gonna, I'm going to share a little bit about why I think faith is so important. But really, I just want to, I want to exhort you today. This won't be a, a deep teaching. I won't be going through a ton of scriptures. But I want to, I want to exhort you to live a life of faith and what, is, and what that actually means. And, um, but I was thinking about fathers. And I think about fathers. What do they do? And who are the fathers in the Bible? And I think about Abraham being the father of faith. He's one of the great fathers. And why do we call him the father of faith? But because he operated from a high place of faith. And I, you know, I, I, so we're going to talk about Abraham most of it today. And, and, but I want to say, like, why is, so faith, why is faith such an important thing for us? Why is believing in something that we can't see so important? Well, we're called believers. We're Christians. By our very nature, we're known because we believe in something you can't see. Does that make sense? So there's a very intrinsic need for us just to be this person. I, I, don't, I don't know how often we, we highlight this idea of believing in something that we can't see, going into risk and trust and needing to trust. So I want to hit on some of that stuff today, but just want to exhort us this morning around this topic. Uh, um, I, I want to jump into, um, oh, so we're going to talk about Abraham, the first thing I felt called to go, I think it's Romans 4. I didn't have it on my notes. Romans 4. Romans 4. And it, Abraham was one of the first fathers of the faith. And it, he was one of the people that really got encountered by God. God would show up to him and walk with them and start talking about these promises he has for them. Promises that he may never see. And so I'm going to pick the story up a little bit in Romans as, as Paul's talking about Abraham. And he starts off in verse 17. Is you're a father of many nations, I have made you, right? In the presence of him who believed, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. In verse 18, it says this about Abraham. It says, in hope against hope, he believed so that he might become a father of many nations. According to that which you have been spoken, so shall your descendants be. And let's skip down to verse 20. Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God and, and being fully assured, say assured, assured, being fully assured that what God had promised, he was able to perform. And therefore it was also credited to him as righteousness. So listen, how many of you guys have ever been, uh, you feel like you have a promise for God that that's a tough one to believe. You just, I, I have a hard time believing this. Just raise your hand. You feel like God's, maybe, even, maybe you don't even consider a promise because I don't know that we always walk around thinking, I've got, I've, I've got a promise from the Lord. How many of you guys feel like he's asked you to do something that feels impossible? It feels hard. It feels scary. It feels a little bit nervous, like got the butterflies. That's a Christian right there. That's that, that, that thing where we've been asked to do something that we can't do without him. Phil talked about it when he's talking about fathering, right? That we can't do it without him. Being a Christian is impossible to do without him. So Abraham, he's talking about Abraham in hope against hope. 
Isn't that interesting? That's we're called to have hope. And he says, with hope against hope, he believed. And everything was, everything was not pointing to him being able to do this. He still believed. And, and that's, I believe that's one of the biggest things that God's called us to look at Abraham. Yes, Abraham nearly sacrificed his son, which is one of the reasons why he's called the, the, the father of faith, because he believed unto that. And it was actually this beautiful story of Jesus coming out of the thicket, right? With the, anyway, it, it was really good. I'm going to get that. It's a separate message. But there's this idea of faith that we're called to live, this... Uh, and so I want to so jump into, so move ahead to Hebrews 11. This idea of faith. My kids, my kid, one of the greatest things as a father, I mean, I, again, let me just get to see who the fathers are in the room. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I got a few bunch of you guys fathers. If you, have a ki- if, you, if, you, if you have kids over the age of one or two or three, they start taking risk, all right? Um, one of my favorite things as a father is, is, is seeing my son and daughter, and soon new son and daughter, take risk. And August has gotten into this skateboarding thing, and I, I just, I love it to pieces. I, anybody, any, any ex-pro skaters in the room right now? Oh, we do have one. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, one of my greatest things to see August is pick up skateboarding. I've never skateboarded. Um, I've longboarded. I don't think it's the same thing. It's really different. Longboarding feels like the safe version of skateboarding. Um, I grew up swimming. I was a competitive swimmer since I was like in first grade and just, I mean, pretty much in, until, until high school. I, it was every single day I would swim two hours, sometimes twice a day. And, um, and I think uh, I look back at that. I don't think I played a dangerous sport in my life. Um, the idea of getting tackled, the idea of getting thrown, the idea of getting slide. I mean, I played soccer for like two seasons and then T-ball for one at one season. Um, super dangerous. Yes. <laughs> side note, my dad, talk about things that kind of scarred us. It, my dad to this day thinks those were the most boring moments of his life watching me play T-ball. <laughs> he's like, he's like, where do you think I learned to play harmonica? Just watching you play T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that was on the list. I was crumpled that thing up. <laughs> Listen, I've got my own stories of reconciling with some of that stuff with my dad. I love my dad. Um, but that hurt. <laughs> um, so, listen, you go to your son's t-ball games and shout and hoot and holler. Um, so, listen, I, I never, I never had a value for like taking risk that I might get hurt. Right, I was a pretty safe kid, but here, here's August like dropping into half pipes, and like if you've seen, if you're on Jessica's social media posts, you see all the videos. But like, he'll like, I'm literally, and it's like, Dad, did you get it on video? I'm like, No, 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 I'll get it this time though. So I'm, I'm really quick to get these moments on video, and I'll get, and I'll sit there videotaping, and and he'll he'll drop in, and he'll. And he, like this moment of truth, I well up with pride, like this is about to happen. And then he drops in and face first, both hands, leading with his chin, I feel like, just, just dives into the ground and, and literally just laid out at the bottom of the half pipe. And everything in me just cringes and, and hurts for him. And I'm just like, oh God, I get that I got it, okay, good. <laughs> and he's, and he, and he and I think that he's just going to start bursting into tears and he never wants to skateboard again, but he doesn't. He gets back up 
and he gets back on that top rail or whatever they call a thing and and he drops in again and he makes sure I get it on video. And so some of you guys might want to delete those, those flubs, those flops and stuff. But I tell you, like, those are my favorite, that's my favorite reel right there. I live to see him fall. I love it. Now, I, I, I love it more when he pulls it off. I'll just be real. I do. I truly, I'm a good dad. I love it more when he wins. But when he falls and he misses it, I'm just like, I can't believe he's getting back up. I wouldn't have got back up. Like, I would have been like, let's go swim. Like, let's, let's do something other than hurt myself trying to go after something that I'm, so I'm, I'm like, I'm amazed. And so I learned so much from this little guy. And so one of the things I want to talk about faith is faith doesn't give up. Faith Faith sees the stuff in front of us, and it just goes after it. And so there's such a power in, in, in going after things. that. But here's the deal. like If God's not trying to get you to do a bunch of stuff you already know how to do, there's, 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 it, it would be silly for me to, to film my kids eating breakfast. Like They know how to eat breakfast. It'd be silly for, my, for me to just to, to film August walking up to this. But, but when he gets steps up there to do the, the, the new, the, I don't want to say it's impossible, but like when he steps up to take risk that he's, he's not sure he's going to land, he's going to do it. Like, man, I feel with so much pleasure. You know, the Bible actually says in Hebrews 11, it says it's impossible to please God without faith. I'm going to read that. It says, verse uh, Hebrews eleven six. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So, what's this whole deal about pleasing? Right? I I, I say it a lot when I teach my prophetic class because prophesying over people feels like it's this massive leap of faith of of like, is this going to work for me? You guys ever feel that way when you prophesy? You're like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if I'm going to hear him or not, right? And so I say, well, listen, whether you get it right or not, man, God's up there just stoked. Like, he tried. Yeah. He, he stepped. He couldn't do this without me, and he tried it with and, and, he, and he went for it. And so even now to this day, whenever I prophesy, I'm just over the small words. I'm just like, let's go big, because we're going to please the Father. And you're like, well, and... and but on the other side, something, well, aren't we just pleasing to him just because we're his kids? Right? But the Bible says it's impossible to please him without faith. But you got to understand, just when a baby, when, you, when a baby's born, when, this, when we have a baby in our arms, you look at it, it's just, I mean, the baby can do nothing, right? Nothing to please you. It just looks up at you and, you know, and just, you know, coughs or sneezes or smiles at you while she's, which she's really just pooping. And, and, you know, that little face they give, they're not really smiling, they're responding. And, and, and you're just like, oh, I'm just so pleased with you. But you see, if, when she turns 18, if she's just still laying there looking up at me, you know, with a half smile, like, it's no longer cute. It's, you know, I, I, I need my kids as they grow up to do more than just lay there looking at me and say, aren't I, darling? Aren't you pleased? And get, don't get me wrong, I will be pleased with my, with my kids because they're mine. They, they, they carry my DNA. They carry my image. 
But as we grow up, there's, a, there's an expectation of fathers that you grow, you grow up. And part of, part of growing is growing in risk. Part of growing is growing in faith. And I really think actually part of the heart of this, of this scripture is that, is that when we believe, when we, take, when we believe in faith that he is who he is, that's when we're pleasing to him the most. When we believe that he's our protector, when we believe that he's, that he's for us and not against us, that's when he is so pleased with us. Hebrews 11, I, just, I think it's worth saying what faith is. And, and some, there's some, I know there's some new Christians in here. It's just faith. Now, verse Hebrews 11, it says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Say hoped for the conviction of things not yet seen. And so I, I, you know, hope, faith and hope are two in here. So faith and hope, what is hope? hope? Hope is more general. Hope is just, it's the expectation that good is coming. Okay, hope is just, what do you hope for? I hope today is gonna be good, right? I, would, I have a lot of hope for the situation. Do you know what's gonna turn out? No, but it's gonna be good. So hope is a very, it's a very broad, generalized feeling of like good is coming, right? I think without... Without hope, we're, we're, we move into depression quickly. But at the very least, I got hope. This is going to turn out. How many of you guys need some hope for situations? I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be good, right? And that's one of my favorite encouragements for people because I don't always know what's going to happen. I'm like, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Now, faith, though, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. So faith is actually more specific than hope. So, so faith takes hope and gives it more specificity. Faith actually says, um, I, I don't just have faith that I'm going to get, I'm going to be financially okay this month. Faith says, um, I'm going to get this job. Faith says, um, I, I have twice as much money in my bank account right now, right? And now I have to go check, right? Just, just to see if I do. But faith actually assigns something to the thought. That's why we have faith. When we have faith in something, God actually wants us to pray specific prayers of faith because there's power in that. And so I want to encourage us in this. That, so faith is just, when I talk about faith today, I want to talk about just believing in the impossible, believing in doing something that you can't do. Um, My heart for this is that, is that as Christians, we can get into a very normal, natural life. Like we can go to church. It takes zero faith to go to church for most of us, right? We just, I like you. Like, I like coming. You're fun to look. I mean, you're fun to be around. Like, I, like being, I like singing. I love worshiping with you guys. It doesn't take much faith to come to church for, for a lot of people. For a lot of people, it doesn't take much faith to read the Bible. But when God asks you to do something, that scares you a little bit, that's when we're trying to figure out that's the life of faith we're after. See, a life that plays it safe, that, that, that just swims every day. No, I'm just kidding. I, I like my... <laughs> but, but the life that just plays it safe, that is unafraid to take risk in places. I, I don't want to say it's not a life worth living because I think there's... I think it's worth, we're, we're definitely worth living because God will take us from glory to glory. He's, he's, always in, he's always calling us into deeper places. But I want you to know, like, I'm not interested in living a life that doesn't require me to do the impossible, that doesn't require me to do hard things. And, and so there's, you know, the, 
the world does hard things by like digging deep inside themselves and, and, and positive affirmations and I can do this. And, and that's really good. I'm gonna, we're gonna nail that in a second. I'm gonna talk about my daughter on that. But, but listen, faith is all about, is basically it's going deep into intimacy with God and finding out who he is, is believing in who he is. This is, the, this is the faith that I believe actually is pleasing to the Lord is that we, we, we think about him, we know him, we, we, we take what we know about him into these hard situations. I wanna, oh, where am I? Jesus. I feel a little scattered, so I gotta get back to my notes here. Um, three things I want to nail on this one is faith is about trust, it's about connection, and it's about doing scary things. Faith is about trust because it reveals, it reveals what we think about God in those moments. You want to know how you, who you believe God to be? That's revealed in those places of trust. It's revealed in those places of your actions, of what you do. You want to find out what somebody believes about God, find out what places of risk they've put themselves into, right? Do you really believe God is who he says he is? Then obey him. Take that, take that risk. Take that step of faith. When I, go to, when, I, when, I go to, when I feel like the Lord says, go talk to that person, Jesse, I have to stop and be like, is this going to work or not work? Do I know who God is? Who do I believe God is for me? And who do I believe he is inside of me? Who do I believe I am in him? And so faith actually incurs trust in us to trust on the one. One of my favorite things about my kids is when they try to do things that, um, that are really scary to me, but it allows me to stand on them. So like sometimes there'll be this wall, you know, while we're walking in a park or something, and they'll, they'll walk on this wall just because they like to do, you know, they like to do balance beam stuff. You guys know kids like to do that. And so they'll, they'll walk and it gets higher and higher and higher and higher. And there's a point where I'm not actually, I don't, I'm not actually okay with them falling without me there. There's a point with it that down here, I just like, go for it, guys. You know, knock yourselves out. You're going to fall. And like, so August skating, like I don't have to hold his hand. But when they get, sometimes they'll do stuff that's kind of scary to me and, and I'm not God thankfully, but, but I'm a good father still. And so I'm, I'm watching him. And there's one of my favorite things to do is to let them do this really scary stuff, but stand underneath them in case they fall. I'll catch them. I hope, right? Sometimes August likes to climb trees and I get a little nervous because I don't like hospitals. And so I'm like, so I'll stand underneath them, but I'm not yelling to him, be careful, buddy. Just be oh, careful that one. Oh, oh, watch your step over there. I'm like, bro, this is awesome. Look how high you are. <laughs> right? I'm like, whoa, you're amazing. Look how you're doing. You can do it, man. You can do it. And I'm just, I'm underneath him the whole time. Right? I don't know if he sees me doing that or look on my face, but I, I, that's what I, I really see. I see God being that kind of a father to us. And the more times that we, we, we take a risk and we fall and it doesn't kill us, the more times we learn who he is. Sometimes, sometimes confrontation with people is like that for me. You guys love confrontation? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, no, no, the answer is no, we don't love, <laughs> see, per, because, I, because I love people so much, when I have conflict with people, man, that's like the, one of the worst days of like, my stomach churns a little bit, especially if I cause the pain, 
Not that I ever do. But if, you know, in the past, in the past, I'm just going to be vulnerable. In the past. No, I'm just kidding. So when, when it's my fault, it's like, it's the worst thing in, in, ever, right? And I have to, and in those moments when I know the right thing is to do is to go clean up my mess, the right thing to do is to, is to tell that person, hey, did I do something to cause that? That's so hard for me sometimes. And you know what I do in those moments, though? I've, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this here in my heart, but I, I've learned to do, this is what I, works for me. I, I, I sit with the Lord, and, and he goes, he says to me, Jesse, have I ever let you down? Have I ever let you down? This looks really scary, Jesse, but it's going to be really good. And, and because he, I've done this so many times, because <laughs> I had to, I've learned to trust him. I've learned to do these hard things that require tremendous amounts of faith. That if I'm going to walk in this relationship, whether it works out or not, I got to do the right thing, right? It may, it may flop. It may be a horrible mess. But at the very least, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love. I'm going to step into love. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to own my mistakes, all that stuff. And that takes a lot of trust. So faith actually requires tons of trust to go beyond what we're excited to do. I want to talk about faith. Faith, faith is connected to connection. It's in faith that you actually get connected to God. As we, as we exercise trust, we, we grow in intimacy with God. Because, because you, if you never needed God, how close, how, how often do you think you'd get around him? Right? Like how often times during, during our day do we actually need God to show up for us? Right? If we're to be honest, like a lot of stuff we do doesn't require him to show up, does it? Right? Can you, can you go to your office and do your paperwork or do your work or teach in your school or, or be a student without the father like showing up and holding your hand? Absolutely you can. Sadly, we do it quite often. But, but it, it, as we learn to grow and to do all these things with him, we're learning actually how much he adds to us when we do all these things. Am I right? And so, but, but the, 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 the easiest way for him to train us that he, we need him is in those times when we know we can't do it without him. Does that make sense? And so taking risks, taking steps out actually builds connection. It builds intimacy. And so we can feel, we, we can... It's in those moments that we can really feel he's close. There's a scripture that says that he is near to the brokenhearted. He is near to the brokenhearted. And why is he so near? Why are those broken places where we find him the closest? Because it's in those broken places we come to the end of ourselves. And we just know, man, I just need you, God. See, it takes faith to walk through brokenness. We're not just talking about miracle signs. It takes faith to walk through brokenness, amen? To actually walk out of brokenness takes incredible faith. Jimmy was talking about his life as uh, being depressed. And there was a moment when, when the devil wanted to invite him back into his old life, into depression, and say, hey, you remember, you remember depression? Well, let's get remarried. And it took faith to say no. It took faith. And why did it take faith? Because he was probably in a place where that looked really attractive. Right? There's no happy person that says, let's go back to depression. It's in those moments when you're at your lowest, when you're, God, I just need you right now. I need you. And that's when he's near to you. He's close. Faith builds connection. 
You guys ever pray for anybody and they get healed right in front of you? Does that just light your fire? Whoa, like, like right over here, Jeff got healed. I think it was like either last week or two weeks ago. And I just, it just lit my fire. I'm like, wow, God, you did that. And it was like, just you and me, God, we did that together. Like we're together. Like, and I just felt so close to him in those moments. Because faith, taking risk that only he can help with, that builds connection. And so that's why a life without faith is a life without connection. So the, 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 the Christian life that doesn't require trust and risk, like it, the end of that is a, is a life that falls away from the Lord. And this is why you got to get around fiery people that make you, that remind you what we're about. Last one is faith can be scary. Faith can straight up be scary. Faith, faith, faith isn't afraid of fear, though. Faith literally is about bringing yourself to a higher mentality. It's, it's literally, sometimes we have to repent of fear. You know the word repent? Repent, go back to pent, higher thinking. Repent, meaning change the way you think. And so if you're ever in faith, or if you're ever in fear, and you're afraid to do something, right? Don't, don't get condemned about it, just repent. Say, Father, I don't want to go talk to that person right now. But Lord, I, I, I need to, God. I know you're calling me this. I just repent from any fear, all that stuff. I love that. But faith doesn't, isn't afraid of fear. I love 2 Corinthians 4, 13. It says this, but, it says, but having the same spirit of faith according to what is written, so the spirit of faith, it says this. It says, I believed, therefore I spoke. But also believe, therefore we also speak. I love the Passion Translation because it kind of nails it more poetically. It says, we have the same spirit of faith that is described in the scriptures when it says, first I believed, then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then speak in faith. I love kids. See, faith speaks. One of my favorites, uh, I want to share a story about Reagan, my daughter. She's not nine. Nine. She's almost 10. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um, and um, and she's, she's so different than August. Where August is like, he just, he does that skate rant. Like, he doesn't want any help. Like, don't hold my hand. Like, he doesn't want any help. He will fall on his face five times, and he's okay with it until he finally gets it. Reagan would literally have me hold her hand 50 times. 50, and I'm not exaggerating. Until, and, and it's like, first, first I hold her hand, and then it's a little bit less, and a little bit less, and before long, she's holding my finger, and before long, I'm just holding her on the way down, and finally, she gets it on her own, and life is like, it's like stars and stripes. It's almost like I never helped her at all. She's like, look what I did! <laughs> and she'll let you know. <laughs> so she has this awesome bravery and courage. She still does hard things. She does it differently. One of the things I love about Reagan is she, she's learned the scripture from our kids' church back in the day. It says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for the Lord your God is with you. And so our kid, Deuteronomy, was it 30? 31, 6. Natalie Britton taught the kids this, and so it's Deuteronomy 31, 6. And so you got to do the motions. But so I, she is one of these girls that she... Really different. So one time we were on this climbing wall. Uh, we took a little trip out to Catalina Island. They have a climbing wall. And she's, August is just going up and down, hard things. He's just, he's just kind of the guy who he's a little, little spry and Riley and uh, wily, wily. And Reagan's a little bit more, a little more cautious, but just as fierce. And so she gets up there about halfway and she's like, 
dad, I can't do it. You've got to come get me. And I'm like, honey, I'm just doing every trick in the book I can to encourage her, to speak life over her. And, and she's like, I just can't do you. Dad, come get me now. I'm like, okay, okay. So I get the harness and I already have my harness on just in case. So I, I start clipping in. All of a sudden I hear this, you can do this, Reagan. You can do this. You got this, Reagan. Be strong. Be courageous. You can do this. You got this. And then I look up and she's like, one hand goes up. And then the other hand goes up. See, faith speaks to itself. And there's, she just, she amazes me at how she does it. See, August doesn't need that quite as much. But Reagan, she's just developed this, this, uh, this, it's just her personality, I think, that she just, she lives by the words that are spoken over her. And so she just, sometimes she just needs those words spoken over her. So faith, faith doesn't deny fear. It doesn't, it doesn't deny all this stuff that, that, that's up there. It's, it doesn't deny the fear is there, but it denies its place of influence. And so faith will literally see through the fear and just keep walking, keep going. And I think as a father, I just, I just want to encourage us that the greatest things that I think fathers do in life is they just encourage their, encourage their kids to keep going, right? They just keep going. And I just want to encourage you guys today, and I'm going to pray over this in a second, but I want to encourage you, don't stop taking risk. Don't stop taking risk. And I'm purpose, I didn't add a bunch of, I didn't tell a bunch of stories of miracles and things that took risk of, of, of all sorts of stuff that we could talk about because we see a ton of miracles in this church. But I want you to know some of the greatest miracles are you guys taking risk in the everyday things that you do. Sometimes one of the great risks that you guys do is, is leaving a relationship that you've been in for too long. Sometimes one of the great risks is jumping into a relationship that you need to be in. I'm speaking to you right now. <laughs> but you, <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> this is the, the, the joy of the Father is not in the big things that happen. The joy of the Father is all the little things that you do because you're creating connection in those things. You're creating trust. You're creating connection. And so I just want to encourage you this morning that, that faith is required in our life, but not just required. If you want to live the life that you're dreaming about, this is the work that you have to do now. The work is saying yes, saying no. It's just taking steps of faith. And I just want to end with this. John 10, 4, it talks about the good shepherd. You're not taking faith and risk with, like, without him. It says that the shepherd goes before you. You've just got to follow him into it. You're not, you're not alone in this. You're none of this stuff. Why don't you stand with me? I want right now, I want you to just think about something in your, that just comes to mind. If you want to ask the Father, the Holy Spirit, just ask him right now. What's one area that you know I need to take a step of faith in? Maybe it's, maybe it's, I, I, maybe it's, I need to, I need to talk about Jesus with my, with my friends. Maybe it's, I need to, I need to let go of a hurt and a pain. Maybe I need to, I need to do this over here. I don't know. Maybe I need a business deal. Maybe I need to leave something. Maybe I need to start something. I don't know what it is. But right now, just, I want you to think of something that you just know the Lord is calling you to take a step of risk in. No laughing. It makes me nervous. I love it. <laughs> Woo! 
Okay, you guys got it? All right. Now I want you to picture, whether it's the Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, I want you to picture God going before you. I want you to picture him doing it before you do it. I want you to picture him grabbing it before you do, going there before you do, stepping into it. Whoa! He's way ahead of you. And I want you to just picture yourself doing it right now. Just, I know it's visualization, but like just by faith, begin to see yourself doing it. And, and if you have to speak it out, go for it. I believed, therefore I spoke. I'm just going to pray over you guys real quick. Lord, I release a blessing over everyone. I bless them to be fearless. I bless them to be chargers of your will. I bless them to obey you when you speak. I bless them to take risk. I bless you to trust in the one who has never let you down. I bless you to be radical Christians that require the Father to step in on their behalf. And Father, and if you're someone that just can't think of something that needs, requires risk or faith, I pray over your life right now that God would lead you into places that scare your pants off. That, 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 that cause you to get nervous. The normal place of the Christian to some level is a place of nervousness. The, the giddy kind of nervous of like God's about to show up and I could never do this without you. And so Father, right now, I pray over every one of us, God, that we would begin to be more open to take areas of risk, more open to, uh, to what if we fail? What if we fall? And I want you to see the Lord get excited <laughs> get excited of you falling. Get excited of you missing it by a little bit, but trying again and getting it the second time. Listen, he believes in you. He loves you. He cares for you. He is a good father. And he wants to, he wants to take away all the pain and the hurt that's kept you from taking risk in the past. Everything Phil was talking about. He wants to heal all those places. So Father, we love you. We say happy Father's Day. You're the best dad we've ever had. You're the best dad we've ever had. Amen. Come on, just give God, just, uh, just give thanks. Just give him thanks right now. Come on, God, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. Can we get the prayer team to come on up here? The prayer team coming up here. Uh, get some house music on. If you need prayer for anything, if this stirred something... If this stirred anything up in you, like, listen, not all of us had great father, and this might actually bring something up in your heart. If you need prayer, come on up. Come grab, grab one of these people and get some prayer. Love you guys. Have a good week. Hope you enjoyed this week's Sunday sermon. 
We pray you experience all God has for your life. Because the source that raised from you.